This is why you don't ever root for a man that you're not married to. You don't ever publicly speak about a man that is not claiming you because they will embarrass you. And I'm embarrassed that I was horny over a white man who is a racist. God damn it. Hello darlings, welcome to AM to PM. This is your weekly reality check where we deep dive into the successes and the struggles, the pretty and the ugly, the naughty and the nice of everyday life. It is your girl AMD, Anna Marie, keeping it sweet for you every Thursday. And we're going to jump straight in with what's the tea. Mmm, what's the tea? Right, right, right. What's the tea in my life? What's the tea in everyday life? First, I want to preface this episode by sending my love and my prayers to the people of Palestine. And on my socials, I haven't been very active about this because... I don't know I like to keep my my social media quite light and airy fairy because I know that people come to me for good vibes but um I do think it's very very important to shed light and spread awareness because I I honestly don't know what more I can do as a person living on the other side of the world other than talk about it and spread awareness and donate where I can show up where I can and um I just think it's a horrible situation that the people of Palestine have been dealing with for seven decades over seven decades and this has to end honestly truly it's a shame to see our uk government supporting the aggressor in this but you know what can i do i just hope that us as individuals we can spark a change somewhere down the line and god willing people of palestine will seek freedom in this lifetime so just want to start the episode with that and um if there are any foundations or any uh, means of donation, any way that I can support, do let me know and I will put some in the show notes too, the ones that I know of. Um, yes, let's move on. Okay, what's tea? What's tea? So, <laughs> something that's happened today, today as I'm recording this. So yesterday, Kim Kardashian, the founder of Skims Shapewear, um, announced a new menswear range which is fantastic she is a marketing genius and she gave us one of every flavor she gave us three very attractive men (laughs) sports players athletes to advertise this new um range and i thought she did well she gave us a white man a black man and a latina a latin man and um yeah very great choice one of every flavor one for everybody and I took a particular liking to the man called Nick Bosa never heard of this man never seen him in my life he's an American football player um and I made a reel a TikTok about this man about how I was lost let me tell you I was lusting over this man (laughs) I was dripping and drooling over this man when I saw this campaign I stopped in my tracks as is many other women that i can see in the comments who is he this fine ass beautiful man i was willing to switch teams come to find out the next day after i posted my content people are coming commenting under my my video saying ew he's a racist i said what this man is a racist apparently many many years ago he had um tweeted some questionable things and he's also a very big trump supporter and make america great supporter which is not my vibe 
does not align with my values. He has a wife also, or girlfriend, I'm not sure. But we don't align value-wise. So I had to just SKR, skr-skr from that situation. And I'm embarrassed. This is why you don't ever root for a man that you're not married to. You don't ever publicly speak about a man that is not claiming you because they will embarrass you. And I'm embarrassed that I was horny over a white man who is a racist. God damn it. So that's my start of the week for you. But the talk of the town this week and last week has been the 48 Oyster Lady and the Miss I Don't Go to Cheesecake Factory Lady. City girls, we are down. Minus 50 points. I know we are trying to scam these men and get men to like take us to places and do nice things for us, but this is not the way that we go about it. Okay, if you've been living under a rock, you don't know what I'm talking about. I'll see if I can insert the clips here. Um, but the, we'll start with the 48 oyster lady is a lady <laughs> who was bored one day and she went on a date with a man who was chasing after her to some place where you can get some good ass oysters. This lady ate 48 oysters and she was filming this for TikTok. Okay. She gave us the whole ins and outs telling her that she just decided to go on a date with this guy. He was like, let's go for drinks. She knew a place. She wanted to get the oysters and she went through trays of oysters slurping them one by one this man just had drinks eventually he left and left her to foot the bill because he just felt like she was rude and in in my opinion it looked like she was being rude it looked like she was just focusing on the content slurping down her oysters not even giving a damn about the man and she had to pay for those oysters (laughs) why we can do better than that i know you want a free meal but let's have some decorum if you're going to go about trying to have a, a free meal, you kind of go woo the man, make the man feel a little bit special. This whole time you're just there slurping on your 48 oysters. First and foremost, why are you eating so many oysters? Are oysters that good? I think I've tried oysters once in my life. They're not that great enough for me to want to consume three trays, four trays of oysters on a random day during the week. And it was in the middle of the day. It wasn't even like a dinner date. This was in, like afternoon <laughs> because they got a deal on in that place wouldn't you get a bellyache how can you stomach that much seafood in one go and she was enjoying them shit she was slurping them on down and that caused a whole debacle on the internet now we move on to the cheesecake factory lady a guy took this lady to the cheesecake factory well his side of the story was pretty valid like he came to meet her she made him wait an hour late downstairs she didn't invite him up to her place i mean i mean that's valid because it's the first time you're meeting someone he had dinner dinner reservations booked for somewhere fancy she was an hour late so they missed her reservation so he took her to the cheesecake factory and if you've been to cheesecake factory i've been one time in los angeles it's nice it's nice it's like going to a vapianos but maybe maybe just a little bit more upscale than a, a, a vapianos but it, it's kind of the same vibe where it's not luxury dining but it's a nice experience it's not fast food they actually it's actually quality food um so they went to cheesecake factory and she refused to get out the car she was like I'm not going to Cheesecake Factory. I don't go to these kind of chain restaurants. And this is the problem with getting your advice from people on TikTok and on the internet. Stop taking relationship advice from people who are not qualified. If you want to be a sugar baby 
or if you want to get spoiled then this is not the way to go about it this is why i'm saying see it girls we are down minus 50 points because girls are ruining the game for us fair enough you don't want to go to cheesecake factory there is a way to go about it but you were also in the wrong in that situation okay she was adamant and she recorded him (laughs) the whole situation was just embarrassing okay and we have to do better as a society you want princess treatment you need to be a princess or you can also demand what you want but there is a certain decorum there's a certain way and manners that you have to have to be treated in a certain kind of way and you were an hour late for your dinner reservation so girl we have to do better across the board stop trying to scam these men or or force these men to take you to places that you wouldn't go to on a regular day if you can't afford it please just just stay at home (laughs) have some self-respect you know and stop expecting men to, to to pay for everything of course like they should if they're the ones taking you on a date they absolutely should but be kind goddamn because that's someone taking their hard-earned cash to spend on you and if they can afford cheesecake factory or vapianos or nando's whatever then you know what that kind of being grateful with that if you don't want to go there you can absolutely refuse and go home but i think when you're on a first date with someone i personally wouldn't want to go to somewhere upscale on a first date with someone because if i hated that person if this person turned out to be an asshole I would not want to be in my nice clothes in a nice place sitting with this man. I would rather be somewhere casual where if I need to dip, I can just slide the waiter a little 20 and go about my day. You know? (laughs) I think nicer restaurants and nicer princess treatment is is something that's reserved for when you know the person a little bit better when you spent time with that person rather than just something to expect on the first first date especially if you don't know what kind of tax bracket he's in like let's be real anyway let's move on (laughs) lastly i wanted to talk about blue therapy which is now on e4 um well blue therapy started off as a youtube series by um was it trans central the people from trans central that they they're the ones that started back chat uh, years ago and they had a series where just couples will come on and talk about their relationship problems and it's great to see that you know black owned companies progress to channel four so big up them big up the people them for getting a bag and bringing a series to the nation this series is unhinged and this is what spurred today's topic a lot of the situations <laughs> the relationships in this um this series is the reason why we're talking about what we're talking about today because it is disgraceful city girls were down minus 100 points from watching blue therapy you've got one lady marie who's a boozy bougie lifestyle style girl and she's been with her guy 10 years on and off she he had three babies in between the time that they were broken up she's still clinging on and she wants to be married to him this man doesn't believe in marriage he doesn't believe in signing no papers. Another lady, she's gone out with an Asian brother. He met her father. He met her father. Told the guy, I, I love your daughter, but I'm not trying to marry her. And this lady's talking about engagement ring, 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 ring. When am I going to get the ring? He said to you, I don't want to marry you. 
This is the thing about us women. We have selective hearing. We hear, I don't want to marry you, but then we add on yet. He will say, I don't want to marry you. or I don't want a relationship. And we will hear yet. <laughs> Can we please leave that in this year, in the God's year of 2023? We are not entering the new year, 2024, hanging on and creating hopes and dreams and promises that a man never, never created. Fair enough if this man is saying, yeah, I'll marry you one day, one day, one day. That's a different thing. But reality is, if he wanted to, he would. And I know that gets thrown around a lot. But if a man wants to marry you, he will take you off the market. We need to go back to that video of that, the street interview with the, the guy. I think he was European or Middle Eastern talking about how much money he spent on a ring. And um, the interviewer asked him, what does she bring to the table? And he was quick to shut that down because he knew he saw the value in her and he wanted a wife he saw her as a wife and he married her immediately then you've got black women specifically on these bloody shows hanging around men who have blatantly told your father the man who helped bring you into this world he's told your daddy that he doesn't want to marry you he doesn't want your hand in marriage he's not going to ask you your dad for permission because he doesn't give a shit and he doesn't want to marry you. So why are you still here? Why are you still hanging around asking for a ring? Let's get some self-respect. Please. I'm ashamed. I'm embarrassed to see such tomfoolery on my TV screens. Because what are you doing? Girl, get up. Stand up. Stand up for your rights. Don't give up the fight. Word to Bob Marley. What the hell? This man has said he doesn't want to marry you and you're talking about, oh, I, I want a ring. I don't want to just be engaged. He said to you. Girl. Anyways, if you want some entertainment, I thoroughly recommend you watch Blue Therapy. I think it's called something else though. You can watch it on, um, on For Reality on YouTube. It's called, yeah, Blue Therapy, Blue Therapy in Love and Toxic. Highly recommend you go watch that if you want some rage. And if you want an example of what a relationship should not look like, highly recommend. Let's get into the episode. You don't need a man, you need therapy. Now, today's topic is you don't need a man, you need therapy. And this goes for the man them too. Because man them, you know that you love to get in a situation shit. You love to have a little fling or have a girl stick beside you just for convenience or to pass the time you know you men love to do that men love to keep women around because they're giving you nonny because they're giving them free nonny they're giving them the love and the affection but they don't really want to be that woman they're waiting for their wife and they're gonna use you to pass the time so this is i'm mostly speaking to the women but it, the rules apply for the men too if men are listening <laughs> okay stop it you don't need to be in a relationship you don't need to be in a situation with somebody you need to go to therapy listen i'm a big advocate for therapy i went to start going to therapy in 2020 2021 honestly changed my life because you have an external person who's a professional who can 
break down your thought processes and your problems and help you understand what's going on with your life, help you understand yourself a bit more, help you to understand situations, help you build up empathy and just help you overall to be a fully functioning, stable adult. More people need it. More people need to do it instead of seeking validation and seeking love in the opposite sex or the same sex. I don't know your life, whatever you're into. But aside from blue therapy and the 48 oyster lady, what really has been made me think to do an episode is like this because I've been having so many conversations with people. I know so many people, specifically women, who want love and want to be in love and want a man or who desperately wants to fix a relationship with a man that's clearly like past this expiry date. And I always ask them, but why? What is the reason? Well, what was the reason? What was the reason? What was the reason? What difference is that man's love going to bring to your life? Right? Let's say you get your dream man and he loves you dearly. How is that going to positively impact your life? How is that going to change your life? I'll wait, I'm, I'm asking you this, listener. I'm asking my friends this, I'm asking myself this, but I'm asking you this. How is it going to positively impact your life if you got your dream person today? I'll wait. It's not, it's not. Okay, and if your answer was, oh, but then I'll be loved by him and then he can do this for me and then when you go with the comic, oh. If you, and especially if you said it in that high-pitched voice, no, no honey, leave it alone, leave it alone. Because if you are not a healed person or healing person, because I don't truly ever believe that healed, being healed is a destination. I think it's more of a journey. Like you're constantly on it. You're constantly learning and changing and vibing and things trigger you and you've got to go back and do the work again. But if you're not a healing person, how do you expect to receive the love that that person will give to you? Let's say you did get your dream person and they're so kind and attentive and they do everything for you and they make you feel like a princess. But if you are shitty, <laughs> I mean, like if you, if, you're, if you don't even love yourself or if you don't know yourself or if you don't value yourself, how do you expect to receive that love? You will just think that he's annoying. You will think that he's doing too much. You will feel smothered because you don't have space in your heart to receive what he is giving you. Can I get a amen? <laughs> and the thing is, I think with Disney Channel, coming from a Disney baby, mas- being a Disney baby myself, um, with Disney Channel and movies and, you know, fantasy life and stories and Twilight series and all of that shit, um... It makes people think that, it makes people romanticize romance so much. It makes people romanticize relationships so much. But what you don't realize, it takes a lot of work to be in a relationship, to be in a happy, fulfilling relationship that you ideally want to last forever. You gotta work. It's not just, oh, happiness and roses and great times and sweetness and I love yous. No, sometimes you really hate that person. (laughs) Sometimes 
<laughs> you dislike that person. Sometimes you argue. Sometimes you've got a compromise. Sometimes you misunderstand each other. And if you are not someone who understands your behavioral patterns, you've not gone to therapy to do the work to understand yourself or to create some kind of safety net for for your human existence, you are going to constantly feel defeated. And you are constantly going to feel you you might not even be able to recognize the love that is in front of you because you've got so much gunk that needs to come out and needs to work that you need to work on you are not going to be able to receive love if you are emotionally unstable if you are mentally unstable if you don't like yourself if you spend time running away from yourself like you're going to end up running away from that person looking for comfort in a, in a smelly man is not <laughs> is not going to fix your problems it's only going to create problems and the universe will keep keep sending you the same kind of person the same kind of person until you learn your lessons until you learn your self-worth and oftentimes people who don't love themselves end up in toxic relationships Either they be they become an abuser or a manipulator or they end up with an abuser or a manipulator or they just simply don't value, value the relationship. They end up cheating or they end up with a cheater. So it takes a lot of work to want to be in a stable and fulfilling relationship. Now let's revert back to blue therapy. My girl, I wish I wrote her name down. Um... The black girl who's dating an Asian brother who's told her dad that he is not going to marry his daughter, yet she is still hanging around. It's a clear example of codependency. That's someone who's got an anxious attachment style, someone who doesn't value themselves, someone who doesn't love themselves and is seeking validation from a man who will not give it to her. Now, if that man turns around and says, okay actually I will marry you you're going to end up in a miserable marriage and he's probably going to end up cheating and you will stay with him because you don't think that there is more for you out there you haven't taken the time to really nurture yourself create some value for yourself some boundaries for yourself you'd rather stay with firstly a man that's not even the same race as you <laughs> who's a man who's brave enough and bold enough to look your father in the eye and tell him that he he loves he your he loves her you but isn't going to be with you forever doesn't plan on on sharing his life with you forever isn't going to marry you when you know that's what you want please get out of the gutter so many women do this and they think that maybe having a child with the person is going to keep him around it's not it's absolutely not if a person has decided that you are not the person that they want to spend their life with if the person's values are simply i don't want to get married period and you want to get married that is not somebody that you want to be with you can enjoy their time enjoy your time with them but if you if you want to get married, they don't want to get married. That's not the person for you. It's simple as let us as a society stop trying to put standards, our beliefs and waiting around for people to come around because we're constantly going to be disappointed. 
I want to add that Nene Leagues, who is a reality star, she is most known for being on Real Housewives of Atlanta. She's recently started a YouTube channel and she's been talking about her life. And if you follow her, you know that she lost her husband, Greg, probably like a year ago. They were married for years, like they had a child together. Um, He appeared on the show and he was her ride or die. And in one of her most recent YouTube videos, I think it's episode two, episode three of her new like podcast style concept. She's talked about like a month after Greg died, she was in a new relationship. And she's spoken about how in her life, she's always been a relationship girl. She's always been in a long-term relationship. She finds it very difficult to be single. And that's a clear, clear indicator that something happened in your life. Something happened in childhood that made you fear being alone because why like I, I love being by myself I love having my alone time and I I get I'm deeply dissatisfied when I don't have alone time or if people force themselves into my space I really really hate that but the fact that she is now a woman in her 50s her husband's passed away like prematurely of was a bowel cancer I think or prostate cancer and instead of spending time to grieve and being alone with herself she's she's dating another man and for me that's deeply sad that's so so sad that at your grown age you just can't sit in the shit with yourself you can't just sit and be with yourself and grieve in peace and lean on your friends and your family you have to go and find solace in another man that's scary i don't want that for myself and i don't want that for any of you right you have to want better for yourself you have to learn how to like yourself and be okay with being uncomfortable that is how diamonds are made through pressure Anytime something goes wrong, you cannot be running into the arms of someone else. And I'm not saying don't lean on your community. Absolutely lean on your community. But running into the arms of a romantic partner to to escape your problems, that's... (laughs) That's asking for trouble. You're clearly saying that you do not like being by yourself. You do not like yourself. You do not trust yourself. You do not feel safe by yourself. And and if you feel like that, you need to get support. You need to get the, the right support for that. I used to be this kind of this kind of stuff made me think about my own self. Because I used to be someone who was like, okay, if we like each other, then we need to be together. If we're sleeping with each other and we're having a great time, then I should be your girlfriend and you should be my boyfriend. That's, I don't know where that mindset came from, but I kind of see that I was a, I'm, I'm a very all or nothing kind of person. Like if, if we're dealing together, then we're dealing together or we're not at all. And over time, as the years have gone by, I've learned that like, you know, people aren't yours to keep. Everyone is an experience and whether they choose that they will, that I choose you as a life partner and want to spend the life of you through marriage that's a different story but on a day-to-day basis as you're dating or navigating through the world now let people come and go enjoy enjoy them especially if you're young I feel like if you're under the age of 30 
25, 26 at a push, there's nothing in marriage for you. You shouldn't be thinking about marriage. You should be facing your books, <laughs> trying to get a job, trying to enjoy your life, travel the world, experience different things, make friends, make memories. Marriage, long-term partnership should not be on in the equation because you don't even really know yourself at that age. I used to have the mindset that, yeah, if we, if we like each other, if we're dealing with each other, then yeah, we need to be together. You need to be with me and me only. And I recognized that I was forcing these connections because I had an ideal in my head. I had this standard that like, okay, I want to be exclusive with this person. But like looking back, eventually, if that person did become exclusive with me, I didn't even really want to be exclusive with them. I just liked the idea of having a boyfriend or like trying to have stability in that one person because it's it's something that's constant like you know you're going to speak to them you know you're going to see them you know they make your endorphins rush they know you know that they make you feel butterflies and make you feel a certain kind of way and you enjoy that you become addicted to that but that is not healthy that's not healthy it's an attachment style Let's talk about attachment styles. I wanna add, I am not a therapist. I'm not a licensed therapist. I don't even have a degree in anything. But this is what I've learned from my therapist. And hopefully if you don't have a therapist, this is something that you can learn and maybe you can learn a little bit, um, do your own research about it in your own time. But there are four types of attachment styles. There's secure attachment style. There's anxious or preoccupied or ambivalent attachment style there's avoidant dismissive and there's also disorganized everyone should be aiming to be secure that is that is the goal for everyone that you see yourself as a whole entity and you your partner sees themselves as a whole entity and you come together and you enjoy life together but you do not need to enmesh yourself with each other and blend lives and be like all up in each other all the time everyone should be aiming to be a secure attachment style and that is what I, i'm on that journey currently because i used to be an avoidant attachment style i still am quite an avoidant person in general um but i've learned to work through that like just by facing conflict head on doing things in the moment saying what's on my mind not running away when things get weird or before things get weird i used to run away if i felt like oh this is gonna be <laughs> something i'm already out the door like i don't think i've ever been broken up with i've always broken up with someone because i'm like i gotta go i'm already out the door this isn't for me things get a little bit too heated i'm i'm already down the street <laughs> and that comes from childhood trauma your attachment styles stem back to how you were treated or not treated as a child and it's and it's not just in romantic relationships it's in friendships too because i know as an avoidant person i don't like people who who are like anxious and anxious type is usually someone who's like clingy someone who wants to like please you and do all those things for you i can't stand that in friendships and in romantic partners i need you to leave me the fuck alone <laughs> I need my space and I want us to come together as, as whole units in time you know at the end of the day I don't need someone that's spinning up my line 24 7 that's talking to me and like even friendships too like 
I have one friend who's like, you know, you don't, you don't respond to my texts in time. You take too long to reply to my texts. And I'm like, I have things to do. Why, why do you want me to respond to you in one minute? That's weird. No, I know it's instant messaging. I need my space. Leave me alone. I'll respond when I can. Okay. When I want to, I've seen the message, but you're damn sure I'm not responding to it. And I hate it. I hate texts that go back and forth. You know, like when you respond to a message, like sometimes like I usually respond in a couple of hours or like the following day if I feel like it's too late and the person responds immediately. That is the worst thing. If I've not responded to your text in 12 hours and you respond in 12 seconds, I physically want to throw up. (laughs) And again, that's my avoiding attachment style because I'm like, why? I feel like I'm suffocating. Why are you responding to me so fast? I hate texting that goes back and forth, back and forth. Why are we texting in real time? (laughs) I feel like the reason that I have a phone is so I can ignore people. I can see your message. I I'll like if you want me to respond, call me. But like if if your text is there, I'm I'm probably not gonna respond for a while. Unless we're we're having an important conversation. But enough about me. <laughs> so you need to recognize in yourself whether you have one of the four. What one what one of the four attachment styles belong to you? And work on them. Google is your friend. Again, I'm not a therapist, so I can't help you out. But Google them and see where you fall into. Are you someone who's like, you want to talk to your person all the time? Oh my God. You're obsessed with them. You want to do this. You'll take them back. If they they hurt you, you just kind of settle for everything. Yeah, you're probably like an anxious attachment style. Um, there's this disorganized attachment style I don't really know too much about but if you're someone who's like ready to run away you're probably an avoidant (laughs) and if you're someone who's just cool yeah whatever then you're secure well done to you and your parents for doing the lord's work praise to you we need more people like you in the world but yeah let's move on to therapy therapy is very I I think therapy is I think if you're an an adult I I don't understand why therapy's not started at like 16 therapy should be in school like I think every school should have a school therapist or every child should have a therapist from like young because childhood is traumatic especially being a teen and being in secondary school and in that awkward phase of puberty where people are mean and you know your body looks weird and you feel worthless and you're not secure in who you are you don't know what's going on this is when we should start therapy because then you then you get a lot of people who enter adulthood and never ever ever have therapy and they're just messed up in the head because of something that happened in childhood and they never spoke about it and they nor do they care to speak about it well they can't speak about it because they buried it at the back of their memory that's scary i was i've been um following the story of what's his name john ramona i was probably not his name but he was a school shooter in like the 80s or 90s when he was um 16 he walked into a school and he luckily he didn't unalive anyone but he had the intention to harm two of his teachers because he felt 
in, like they embarrassed him and you know they didn't listen to him and things like that and now he's become this tiktok star he's got a platform talking about his life and you know reformation and things like that i've really been following his story and if someone like him had a therapist at age 15 onwards that school shooting could have been prevented that's you know it the tools but of course you know society has progressed and we now value mental health a lot more now but imagine if he had someone to talk to someone completely independent of his family and maybe the school to just talk about how he felt I think we could have completely avoided that situation we could probably avoid a lot more crimes and a lot more heartache if people started going to therapy a lot earlier but I will say therapy is expensive you know I know people promote better help and things like that on YouTube and you can get a discount it is a little pricey it's like a hundred and something pounds a month you know they they say get 20% off you're still paying a hundred pounds which is a lot <laughs> none of my subscriptions are a hundred pounds maybe the gas bill the electricity bill is that much but that's utilities you know it's like it's it's up to you a therapy can be like when I used to do therapy it was like 50 pound a session so I guess in the grand scheme of things better help can be cheaper because you could probably do like four sessions for the price of two if you were to do it privately here in the UK and there are sites where you can find that if you are a person of color you can find a black therapist uh, um, if that's your preference you can also get it free on the NHS I recently got a text from my doctor surgery saying if you're suffering with anxiety or depression you can talk to or use our therapy service and I think okay cool but um, I don't know how good that would be I feel like the staff will be incredibly overworked and won't be able to listen to me properly but there are different ways that which you can get therapy if you don't want to speak to a friend if you don't want to speak to a family member please 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 go and find some support and I think it will greatly help you while we're on this journey of decentering romantic relationships let me give you some top tips why do you want to be in a relationship why do you want that man or woman think about it first and foremost you need to know what you want you need to know what you're looking for but most most importantly you need to know why you are looking for it you could say oh you want a man to love me you want a woman to love me but 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 why usually the reason is because you don't love yourself so you want to be loved by someone but why what benefit is that going to bring to your life and most importantly what benefit could you bring to their life because if you're entering a relationship you want to be in partnership with someone it's a two-way street it's not just what they can give you what they can give you it's what you can give to right right you know is it lust based are you just super attracted to this person or are you just lonely and horny think about it it's usually the latter which makes people go crazy but you know spend some time alone <laughs> this is why before you go on dates before you date people it's good to rub one out so you can think clearly 
before you enter the situation and you're not not likely to enter any temptation because you're already level-headed that's a great tip i should add that on there learn to love yourself when you are in your single stage of your life that is the perfect opportunity for you to level up really think about what do i want my life to look like you can design your own life exactly how you want it to be you just give yourself got to give yourself a chance no one is going to do it for you but you you have to know what you want your life to look like start spending time with yourself start reading books go to therapy do all the things that i just mentioned start spending time with themselves yourself you would be surprised how many people don't enjoy alone time so many people run away from spending time with themselves so many people need to be mentally stimulated by either other people friendships just being outside being distracted music drugs alcohol partying because they can't sit still they can't sit in the pits of darkness and just be with themselves and be along with their thoughts they need some kind of stimulation and a lot of people are like that now because we're always on our phone we always need some stimulation from the moment we wake up you're on the phone scrolling 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 to the moment you go to sleep scrolling 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 that fries your brain learn how to sit in the style of silence of yourself i'm an only child okay i have nothing but myself all i've known is myself so i think that's why i can speak about these topics so blasé and so freely and so detached because i i, I only have myself you know aside from my family i have myself and i've had to learn how to be self-sufficient how to self-soothe from a very very young age so yeah get like me learn how to be a friend yeah when you're in your single stage get some friends nothing is worse than being friends with someone who puts their man before their friends who is quick to run off with a man quick to do this with a man and will leave their friends behind and I, I have been that person. I've definitely done that person. Decided, like, abandoned a friend because I wanted some dingling. <laughs> and it's happened to me too. And I've had friends who I didn't see for years because they were in a long term relationship. And suddenly they break up and they want to rekindle the friendship because they have no one. You spend all your weekends, all your time with your boyfriend and forgot about your friends and honestly i don't want to be in a relationship with anyone that doesn't have any friends you need to have a social life remember again i'm an avoidant attachment star i i don't need people in my space please go outside and do something with someone other than me and arrange time to spend time with me okay you need to learn what friendships looks like and i think if you are a good friend then ultimately if you if you know how to be a good friend then you ultimately know how to be a good partner because romantic relationships this is something that people forget people like to jump straight into romantic partnerships without being friends with the person first i think it's so 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 important to have that foundation where you just know each other on a non-transactional 
level just surface level get to know the person see if you actually like that person before you progress to romantic it's such a backward mentality looking at it now and looking at all my past relationships or past people that I've dated it was just like instant attraction we like each other talk 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 let's make it official I, I I'm not even like that with women I'm not like that with my female friendships my friendships now have organically grown over time and of course when it comes attraction that's a whole nother thing you but you gotta learn how to manage that but back to being a good friend you gotta know what you want you gotta know first and foremost who you are what kind of people you want in your life kind of person that you want to be friends with not on a shallow level but like deep deep connections these are your chosen family so people that you want to be with you through thick and thin people that you want to celebrate life with people that you want to cry with when things aren't going so well what what does that look like and how do you want to show up for people are you a gift giver are you someone that does something for someone look at your love language how do you show love how do you receive love that's a good good indicator really really build on spend time nourishing your friendships because they they are the ones that are going to be there for you when your relationship is going awry now if you don't have friends because it is hard to make friends and i'm going to do an episode on making friends in your 20s because that's something that's a little bit difficult um but if you don't have friends then i would encourage you to maybe join a club a social club or gym or something where you can meet like-minded people and that expose it just exposes you to a variety of people and you can potentially make a friend there or even friends at work you know i don't really i do have friends that i work with colleagues with but i don't know working with people and making friends in the workplace can be a bit of a sticky situation so it really really depends on you but you know i think there are even apps now where you can make friends where you can go and meet friends so I would just advise you to spend some time outside, try and get some friends, learn how other people work, learn how the same sex work, learn how the opposite sex work, learn how to be friends with the opposite sex or same sex, whoever you're attracted to. And that's a cheat code into forming very good relationships with them. Set boundaries and know your deal breakers let's go back to the blue theory episode my girl both of the women that i spoke about earlier are in situations with men who do not want to marry them who do not believe in marriage or do not want to marry them but they want to get married that's a deal breaker that should be a deal breaker for for anyone if i want to get married you don't want to get married i want to have kids you don't want to have kids we're misaligned it doesn't need to work know that going back to the 48 oyster lady video that guy left that guy didn't sit around and pay the bill like a numpty he got up because he knew his self-worth he got up he knew this woman's trying to scam me out of these oysters and took himself home that was not a situation that he wanted to be in that's a clear boundary women especially i think us people but women especially need to learn how to set boundaries so for me let's think about work okay i know that i don't like to be on the roads 
unless I'm out or with friends or whatever, as a DJ, I don't want to do bookings later than 1am because I don't like to be out or taking the night tube or taking the bus late unless they're providing me transport. That is a boundary. That is that is a boundary for me. And I am prepared to say no to a gig if the set time is later than 12 a.m. And that's something that I stick by. And that's my rule. So boundary can be anything from I don't like to be touched like this or I don't like to be spoken like this. And if you are a people pleaser, it takes time to enforce those boundaries. So again, therapy. Practice the art of detachment. Like I said earlier, I'm an only child. I've been detached from the day I got here. So it's very, very easy for me to... I've never really felt attached to anyone unless I'm in deep love with someone but even still I can be detached I very much know who I am as a whole entity and this is me and you are you and um you can practice detachment with I I think um anxiety is a form of attachment so thinking about ruminating on a particular idea or something that's not happening when you're manifesting they say that it's you should think about it pray about it note it manifest it and then you let it go that's how it comes to you detachment is the art of letting go and understanding that people don't belong to you everybody's an experience whether you want to believe that or not we're not going to be here forever we're all just individual people on this floating rock so you either got to enjoy experience with someone or let them go especially if they don't align with you that's something to think about if you are dating you don't need to mold yourself and morph yourself into someone's world and become like them and do everything with them no 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 people still have lives to live outside of you and you have a life to live outside of them so you should really really nurture that learn how to practice that it's in with with your friends too you don't want to be the friend that's on someone's phone 24 7 at least we had a friend like that he wanted to talk to me all the time called me every single day i'm no longer friends with that person because i drive it drove me insane <laughs> i couldn't do it i couldn't do it and i knew they meant well but they couldn't be by themselves they had to be communicating with someone they had to be doing something that's just how they operated and that person needed therapy so practice letting go leaving people alone especially if it does not serve you if they do not serve you let them go okay as you know we are on the road to 10,000 instagram followers and 1,000 subscribers here on youtube if you are listening on streaming platforms on spotify apple music please give us a five stars or thumbs up follow subscribe do all of the things to support your girl okay let's get into this week's ask anna ask anna you better ask anna so ask anna is a part of the show where i answer your 
dilemmas and every week every monday i post a little box on my instagram story so make sure you're following me on the insta at anna marie Descartes. and once you do a little box pop your question in let me know if you got a burner account you want to remain anonymous and you got a burner account sure do it that way you can also email me at annasbangers at gmail.com i'm due to make a actual email for this podcast so bear with next episode we'll have that so question number one hi anna how do i get boys to like me did you not just listen to this episode what do we talk about (laughs) i feel like this is from a younger person and you know fair enough because i remember being a teenager and you know when you're awkward and ugly and you want to feel attractive by the opposite sex or the same sex whoever you're attracted to it makes you feel unworthy especially being a teenager god such a struggle time firstly i will say to stay on brand and on point for the, with, the, with the topic of this video you don't need boys to like you you don't need girls to like you you need you to like you you need to like yourself first start spending time with yourself reading books educating yourself a little bit more exploring coming out of your comfort zone taking up sports or different hobbies traveling and just enjoying life with your friends being you you will find that so much more fulfilling than having someone like you but i know when you're young your worth is attached to how people see you or what people tell you so if you really do want a boy to like you then you know what i think the main thing is to just work on yourself when you have that inner glow it's very very attractive to people boys young boys are not looking for an inner glow they're looking for the outer gratification so that's not something that should pertain to you (laughs) until you're a little bit older but i think as you get older i if you really do want to attract more guys then you can work on your physical appearance start doing exercise eating better get your skincare routine up if you're young i know the acne is crazy so if you can afford some good skincare i would deeply deeply well highly recommend you invest in that and um little beauty tricks you know i think without doing crazy makeup really good ways to like improve your facial appearance is just by your eyebrows so like getting your eyebrows done your eyebrows shaped or tinted or laminated you know to, to match your face eyelashes are good too i just started getting individuals and i think they're the best thing ever but mascara let's take it one step at a time and lip gloss a nice shiny lip is always good very cute that's what i would say question number two how do you conquer lack of motivation the second question is actually very similar because i I got two questions how do you conquer lack of motivation i also got how do you keep going the motivation has left me and i don't see it coming back quite similar questions i think people think that i'm this motivational monster and I kind of am. I've I've learned how to keep going, mostly because I don't have a plan B. 
okay this is presenting being an international television radio presenter dj has always been the goal for me there is no other option that's the only thing that i am qualified to do and love to do in my life there is there's no plan b okay that's the only reason why i keep going because i don't see anything else for myself i'm simply delusional that's it final point blank period but what i've learned over the years is motivation is not linear motivation isn't real you need to be disciplined and you'll probably hear this quite a few times in podcasts you need to just create a routine for yourself where you're constantly doing the work um because motivation fluctuates i feel very motivated on a monday morning i'm like yeah let's seize the day by wednesday i'm like no but I know that about myself and because I've put things in place, I've set routines, I've got people that hold me accountable, I know that I have to keep doing the work. There's there's literally no two ways about it. Things that are good also is like to remind yourself of your goals. I'm big on journaling. I've always been on, been big on journaling and I have so many notebooks that I started writing in five years ago, five plus years ago. And sometimes I go back to them and I go and read what I was trying to manifest. And what I was trying to manifest then, I'm still manifesting now. (laughs) I'm still manifesting now or things have come to fruition in other ways. So sometimes I, I look back at old visions, like my old notebooks or pictures of things that I've achieved. And then I'm like, oh, I was really out here doing this. I can keep doing this because I know what I'm doing right so you gotta give yourself props and look back on your achievements big or small look back on the steps that you've made revisit your goals and see how you can redefine them to who you are now because i guess when i first started out i just wanted to be a television presenter and now i'm more aligned with i know what lane i want to go down now and I can refine it and then I can look for jobs and opportunities that align with that a little bit more so yeah (laughs) that's what I would say to you and those are all the questions we have for ask Anna this week I would love to do so much more love to do so much more dilemmas so keep them coming hit me up on the insta hit me up on the email and I'll be sure to get to you right we are going to wrap up this week's pod make sure to subscribe to me on patreon where i will be dipping and diving into part two why i'm choosing to be abstinent and why i'm being fussy about who i'm dating we're going to get into my dating life my personal life and the nonsense that I've had to deal with. So head on over to Patreon, subscribe to iHeartAMD, a little subscription per month. And I will see you back here next week. Ta-ra!